When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always... And for some reason, Kristen Stutter. Wow. She's here. She's, <laughs> she's introducing herself. She's on one. She's drinking a smoothie. She's in her own apartment. You are in a in what I would say a good mood, despite the, uh, I want to say, immense difficulties yeah. we had. We have been through it. Starting this uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, and why don't we just bring in our guest immediately so that he can help to articulate exactly what has been going on. Uh, very happy to have him in town in Los Angeles from New York. Uh, a beautiful boy and an incredible comedian, Tommy McNamara. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, for all intents and purposes, I flew in to do this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the highlight of my trip. I'm very Perfect. excited. Okay. So, Tommy, first things first, I straight up gave you the wrong address yes. of where to go. Should be acknowledged, and that was on me. Uh, I'm a jerk. But, and then also we have we're doing something uh, with a DVD it, for this round of watching an induction ceremony. Could not figure out how to operate. No one has operated a DVD player in roughly ten years. I mean, we have a DVD player, and all I ever do with it is put. It, it, I never had to do more than press play on the DVD mm-hmm. player. I guess so. I didn't even realize right. that. We didn't have a remote for it or that none of it was working. Yeah. But I did get to see an interesting 2020 segment on The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. From the early 2000s, late 90s? Early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll, we'll get to why uh, in particular. But first, there Tommy, so many questions I want to bring you into this podcast and, yeah. and what we do. And obviously, you know, it's about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I have been on you your... You do know that? I do. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I have been on your podcast, Stand By Your Band, which is a great uh Who did show. you talk about, Jojo? I just straight up talked about the Hall of he Fame. Did. In addition <laughs> to talking about at the first time. Oh he was, that would be Stand By Your Stan, because you stand the Hall of I Fame. I do stand. The first time I did talk about ABBA, which, I, which was uh, received poorly i feel <laughs> well people are mad because we usually we talk about bands that get made fun of like stained and like nickelback yeah, yeah. and then we realized after we did that one that everyone in the world loves abba <laughs> was this during the um, mama mia 2 like i felt like mama mia 1 came out and people were like abba is lame and yes. then mama mia 2 came out and they're like if you don't like abba you hate joy and it was yes. like how did that happen uh-huh correct so this was before this was well before mama mia 2 this was in between the mama mias mm-hmm. Uh, we call that the in-between time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I I had just felt like it was Mamma Mia one and a half. Yeah, right. People people do <laughs> shit jackets. on Abba, and people definitely shitted shitted chat. People definitely shat on Abba in the. 70s and 80s when it was like yeah. a disco sucks kind of anyway i had an angle people didn't give a shit uh, <laughs> but it, but you have a great podcast and uh the second time i was on was i was talking about the 2018 class uh of, yes of the hall of fame it was oh, one of our which first, uh... objectively sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. that is a good one i had to put together a playlist it was rough <laughs> Uh, but the first time I was there, I was actually in New York for the 2017 induction ceremony. Oh, the Pearl Jam effect. <laughs> the Pearl Jam <laughs> effect, yes. Because the Pearl Jam effect on ticket sales. Yes, there you go. Yeah, I, I know what I, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm so not anyway, a stupid baby. <laughs> Tommy, I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're my friend, so you, you have a little bit of osmosis in terms of what you know about the Hall of Fame Sorry. just by proximity. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, uh, coming into this, what do you know about the Hall of Fame, et cetera? Okay, I know that there is a nominating board made Correct. up of weird people. The uh-huh. <laughs> nominating committee, yes, baby. the nomcom. Uh, and I know that sometimes it's in Cleveland and sometimes it's in New York. Correct. And I know that Radiohead <laughs> declined to go there. Right. This, yeah, this year we don't know for sure. There's uh, some hope. People are. Oh, there's hope. Cl- I mean, there's so, always hope. Tom, what Tom York said, he was like, "I don't think I can go. I'm writing this music for an opera, and it's like nine days after the ceremony. So how am I going to get there?" <laughs> <laughs> it was a really shitty excuse. Uh, but he didn't say. He didn't outright say we're not going. He, he, I'm assuming he like almost did though. Mm-hmm. Got as as close <laughs> like, as you can. Really, without, yeah. There's some real nerds out there. Like, so you're saying there's a chance? Like. Mm-hmm. Well, not... he's a famous flake also. Yeah. Uh, just from like friendship wise. Every, everyone knows Tom York. You can't get a hold of him. <laughs> Never <laughs> answers texts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Does Tom York not return your text, Tommy? No. And I, I part of me thinks it's because he does the T-H-O-M and I just go straight T-O-M. And yeah. I think. Yeah. That there's a there's a real dividing line between yeah. the Toms and the Tom community. <laughs> uh, Tommy, do you know who's being inducted this year? Oh, I should. And I know I saw it. There's um, seven inductees. Is, also, is really Roxy quick. Music. Oh yes, because that was the surprising one. So yes, I remember that was that. very surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember any of the others. You you know one because of what we literally were just talking about. Abba. Abba. Oh, Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Radiohead. <laughs> Roxy Music. Okay. Is there a rapper? No. Okay. <laughs> Ice T. No. I okay. just said there's not a rapper. <laughs> that was a diss on Tommy. Ice T. Wow. Yeah. Because he's, he's not. not he's not real hip hop. That's what I, I was know. saying. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't remember the other. Okay, ones. so it's Radiohead, Roxy Music, mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, oh, Stevie Nicks Solo, The Cure, yes. Stand the, Back, The Cure, The yeah, Zombies, and, and Janet, Janet Jackson. Jackson. Oh, I do remember. Okay, I remember The Cure because I was excited because I used to really like The Cure. Yeah, what happened? I just stopped listening <laughs> to them. I didn't, there wasn't. We didn't have a falling out. Yeah, you just got to the end and went, okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm cured. There we go. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank wow. you. I still Incredible. love that uh, Love right. Cats bass line. That's a great song. Love Cats is <laughs> my <laughs> second <laughs> favorite <laughs> Cure song. Is it? What's number one? It's not popular. Interesting. Caterpillar Girl. Oh, Caterpillar wow. Caterpillar Girl. That I sounds really, like a fake Cure song. I know. I really love that song. <laughs> no, it's probably it's probably Mint Car. I mean, I've, I love The Cure, so it's mm-hmm. hard to say. But I'm reluctant to put... Cut. Yeah, I'm reluctant to put... Uh, 
uh, Love Cats in the number one slot. But it is probably the first song that got me into The Cure. It's as like a little child because it seems like a song mm-hmm. for kids. <laughs> Love Cats, I think I just always right? liked that like kind of music, that kind of like boppy mm-hmm. little music. Yeah. I always like kitty music because I'm a stupid baby. <laughs> no, I thought uh, you weren't a baby. No, I'm not, let, a stupid, I'm not a dumb baby. To let Tommy in, one, our, uh, one of our... I talk about it too much now too. It's like gone. <laughs> one of our... Uh, you have to deny it that much. <laughs> ne- a negative review we have on iTunes. The only one. Which is the so worst. confounding that... It, it makes me think that maybe they didn't intend it for this podcast. The headline, the topic is wife acts like stupid baby. <laughs> I, is it? It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Wife acts like stupid baby. Wife, so amazing. out of the I gate. Mean, there's like a million things wrong with yeah, it. It was really crazy. But we, we don't need to dwell on that. We bring that up a lot. That's so yeah. funny. Uh, Tommy, because the, the induction's coming up very soon. You'll be back in New at York? At the end of March, I will, we will be in New York. Yo, Tom Bien. You gotta do yeah. my podcast. I've been sucked right in. Yeah. Has anybody ever talked about Save Ferris? <laughs> no. Not a lot of requests for Save Ferris yet. Holy Lord. Uh, incredible. So anyway, we will, So we are going to the induction ceremony. This is Kristen's first uh, induction ceremony. Wow. So I've yeah. been getting Maybe her. Maybe my last. Baby's first induction I, ceremony. <laughs> I've been getting her in the mood. You know, he didn't even get me an ornament for Christmas that said baby's first induction on it. That's so <laughs> Stupid baby's first stupid induction. Baby, stupid baby's first induction. If we named, that's what we should name that episode when we do an episode from there. If we have no right. guest, it should be called stupid baby's first induction. Um. So, because of that, we have been watching induction ceremonies of years past to get Kristen uh, to catch her up on the history of the inductions. We have watched 2011. Yeah, that's why. That's Ooh. why we're doing 2012. This. It's for my own good. 2013. <laughs> I hate it. 2014. 2015. And this week, we will be watching the ceremony of. 2016? 2002. Fuck you! Wait, what? I am throwing a curveball. Is there a sound effect for curveball? Yeah, I can throw one in there. Do it right now. Boing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are going to, so here's the deal. This this, would be like a record scratch because it's 2002. Yes. (laughs) So it's it's partially because. Like an incubus record scratch. It's partially because we are on a bit of a time crunch and this will not be as long as watching the 2016, which we will get to. But. As you know, I am a... Wait, does this add to how many more I have to watch? Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So here's the deal. Uh, as you know, I am a... I am a longtime devotee of this the hall. This sucks my butt. <laughs> to the All point right. where when I was 14, I recorded the 2002 <laughs> induction ceremony onto a VHS tape. I truly hate this. Off of VH1... And I found the tape recently, and I converted it to a DVD. As we were talking earlier, trying to figure out how to play DVD, because we were going to watch the 2002 induction ceremony on a DVD. Now, uh, this is what we've been doing as we go through hashtag ceremony I'm not season. Gonna, I've been crushing it lately because we've been going in order, and I know stuff about the recent stuff. The, yeah, this is going to so we're going all the way back to 2002. I'm going to read you guys the ballot, and you're going to have to guess. Uh, the five inductees out of this list. Okay. And I believe it is five. Yeah. All right. So here we go, guys. He just looked at the list and from memory was like, oh, yeah, there's five. For this second. Do we wait? Do we hold till the end? Yes. Yeah. If you feel like chiming in, you can. But for the uh, second year eligible and second year nominated ACDC, on their fifth ballot, Black Sabbath, on the third ballot, Brenda Lee, 
For the first time on the ballot, we have the Chantels, the Dells, and the Five Royales. On the those are three separate bands. Yes, great. <laughs> uh, eighth time on the ballot, Gene Pitney, Graham Parsons, Isaac Hayes, Jackson Brown, all of them on their first ballot. Third ballot, Leonard Skinnerd, another second year eligible, second year nominated, Patty Smith, and then the last four are all potential FYEs. Okay. We have the Ramones, the Sex Pistols, the Talking Heads. And Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Holy Whoa. cannoli! I'm I'm don't know nothing. And there actually are six inductees. So I'm gonna. Oh, there we go. So I'm gonna show you guys. Let you guys take a look at the list written down. Try to guess which six acts will be inducted in 2002. Okay, we can do this as a team, or we can do it separately. Let's do it as a team. Okay, most people opt in for that, just because I, against my will, know a lot about this. Okay, here's what I do know. I know for for a fact that the following people... I know that Graham Parsons is not in. Still so, to this day. Still to this day. I'm almost positive that Graham Parsons is still not in. Um, I know that that Jackson Brown is in. Patti Smith is in. The Ramones are in. Sex Pistols are in. Talking Heads, Tom Petty. Those are all in. And so is ACDC. And I'm almost positive Black Sabbath. Um, uh, Isaac Hayes, I... I just don't think that it. I don't think that he. Well, they they had the whole cast of South Park inducted, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want in solo. At this though. point, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are already in. They're already in. Okay, so he'll get like backdoored in when they do the full cast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, in a special category. Uh, okay. Tally gets in there. Yep. Tally's still not in. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, though. Mr. Hanky got in before Tally, which is like, Whoa. Which is weird. And also Mr. Hat, which was like weird. I thought he would get in with, with Mr. Garrison, but he didn't. So they had to put him in a sideman category. You guys, who is this for? If it's for you, you let us know. Yeah. Okay? If you like all the if you d- like deep, these South, deep Park South Park references. South Park cuts. Wife or, and son or, are done. And then also, please rank it in your preference. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Prefer- what if it was wife and son? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pick six. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Tom Petty got in on his first try. I do too. I think Tom Petty did, and I also believe that the Talking Heads got in on their first try. I tried to look Joe in the eye to get to I'm gauge his nothing. reaction, and he stone faced me. Um, I think the Talking Heads did get an FYE, though, if I recall. So Tom Petty, Talking Heads, I think those two are really good. It seems like all the FYEs would be first ballot. Now, here's the thing, though. I know that the Sex Pistols don't show up, and mm. they send a thing. I think that it takes the Ramones a little bit. I could be wrong. But, like, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols both have, like, a weird induction speech thing. The, like, the Sex Pistols don't come, and they have a, a, a someone reads a letter from them that basically says, like, we don't want to be in. Fuck all of you. Wow, very cool. Um, but, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, very punk rock, <laughs> some might say. Anarchy. Uh, I believe <laughs> that I know Patti Smith is in. I'm pretty sure Leonard Skinner is in. That'd be weird. I'm I'm shocked that it took them three. I guess I never really have a grasp on. I mean, who does? It's yeah. because it doesn't matter. I think that's what <laughs> you're catching. I think ACDC. I'd be willing to go with ACDC on this one. So we're going Tom Petty, Talking Heads, ACDC. Yeah, I three think more. I think we should go Black Sabbath. Okay, five seems like a lot. 
Yeah, but you never. I feel like there was some shit where it took them a while, and everyone was like, "It's because they hate metal or something." Mm. Um, but if they did ACDC and Black Sabbath on the same ballot, that seems kind of wild. But it also seems weird to do ACDC before Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, but they don't have to make sense. That's the that's, that's the, the truth. key to understanding the whole. <laughs> so I do think maybe I would go. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, you guys got two more. You got Uh, Petty Talking Heads, ACDC, and Sabbath. I feel like of these, of the Chantels, the Dells, the Five Royals, none of those get. You don't think any of them? I thought one of the three would have to get. Chantels, Dells, and Five Royals. No way, man. Especially because are these their first ballots? This is all them on the first ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. To me, I'm just like. This was probably this might have been in the super racist years. Like it's like they 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 the did. rock hall colon <laughs> the racist years. Well, because they had many years where it was like all the old blues guys and stuff like that, and then they kind of like paused and did just like classic rock forever. And mm-hmm. then the, in the later years, they were like, oh wait a minute, we've missed out on some blues people. And for, remember Soul. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, um, remember <laughs> Soul? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> sir? <laughs> Excuse me, it's me, Soul. Do you remember me? You know, all those British. Yeah. I mean, What's Brenda Lee's deal? Um, she, uh, she, she probably gets in, but she's a woman. I don't know. I feel like this is just all white guys. Maybe Patty Smith gets in. I don't know. I really have no thoughts. All right, or guys, I'm going to have you guys pick two. Okay, what pick do you two think? Pick two more. Let's do Patty Smith. Great. And uh, for the last one, I'm going to say... Who's Gene Pitney? Do you know who that is? I do not. Um, that he's probably in. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. We'll go with eight ballot eight, Gene eight Pitney. Ba- no, but you know what? That also might mean that he's just like, they keep bringing him back and he's never getting in. I actually don't think Gene Pitney, but maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you want to do Sex Pistols or the Ramones? You want to do one of those? FYI if it was going to be one of those, I'd say Ramones. All right, let's do Ramones. Right, Ramones. You guys they are went to say. a rock and roll high school. <laughs> 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 they graduated, baby. All right, welcome to grad school. Uh, so you guys are saying Tom Petty, Talking Heads, ACDC, Black Sabbath, Patti Smith, and the Ramones. Yep. Yeah. For the class of 2002. Looks pretty Another good. reason, too, is that... Um, I would want to see the Talking Heads perform, and mm-hmm. maybe Joe is trying to throw me a bone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm trying to be nice. Doubt it, though. What a, t- what a time to start. <laughs> yeah, what a time to start. Also, you know, by by increasing the amount of inductions that I have to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really balances out. Uh, all right. So you guys have made your guesses. Yes. Let's take a break and then see who's in the class of 2002. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, wow. We just watched uh, the first half slash all I have of the 2002 hey, Rock Hall induction surprise. ceremony. Kristen, why are you acting mad? This Here's is your dream. This my is your dream, dream scenario. My dream is that, that we didn't have to watch a whole one, but here's what I don't like. My God. Being tricked. I don't it like wasn't a trick. Tr- it was a delightful did. surprise. No, you tricked me. I had, I had in my head you know left a few hours of my afternoon dedicated to this and now i just i feel misled <laughs> good god all you want you know all <laughs> you ever want is for these induction ceremonies to be shorter and not only are they shorter because it's a vh1 yeah, it broadcast where how short it was trimming everything down but also as a 14 year old i was like they really front-loaded this thing and after the talking heads i was like i can just record it over it with <laughs> 
TV Guide's Top 100 <laughs> TV shows of all time, specifically The Simpsons. <laughs> it's so funny because at, at first I thought that it was, it was an episode of The Simpsons that you had taped when it was actually something about The Simpsons. It was like, well, there's a family in Springfield. <laughs> and they're like one of these terrible things about The <laughs> yeah. Simpsons that no one cares about. Right. It's not about... Uh, yeah. It's a. I taped a lot of stuff about The Simpsons in addition to episodes <laughs> yes. of The Simpsons, and uh, yeah, I anytime like the rest of this tape is like Homer does the top ten on David Letterman <laughs> and shit like that. But that's not okay. So hold on, that's not what we're what we're talking about though. We watched VH1's broadcast of the 2002 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. You guys were right with Tom Petty and Talking Heads getting in. First year eligible, so were the Ramones, mm-hmm. but ACDC, Black Sabbath, and Patti Smith were not inducted. Instead, it's Isaac Hayes, Gene Pitney, and Brenda Lee. Uh, we don't know, going into this, nobody really knew a ton about Gene Pitney and Brenda Lee, and that's how it's going to stay, because <laughs> I taped over their inductions with stuff about the Simpsons. All I know about it from what we did see, the 20 yeah. seconds we saw, was him. Gene Pitney package. <laughs> it was him wearing a jacket over a turtleneck <laughs> and looking like a man from the 50s, and then that was it. Right. Uh, here's what I know. They said... In a time when teen stars, had, when bland teen stars had given a bad name to pop music, Gene Pitney, full stop. <laughs> yeah, That's right. what I know. <laughs> well, let's talk about the opening. Uh, I think a pretty pretty great opening, Shaft by Isaac Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun song, recognizable song. Isaac's not doing a whole ton. You know, obviously he has he those moments where he sing talks. conducting the orchestra in a silk dashiki. And it's uh, it's fun to fun to watch. I mean, a lot of yeah. people are putting on a lot of work, and he's kind of dancing around. Yeah, but he nice. put in the work when he wrote the song. Yeah, uh, are the David Letterman back uh, backdrop band? I don't know. That's the they're best back, way to. They're wearing their weird haircuts. They got their berets. You've got yeah. The, the whole crew's there. I don't know if you noticed that, Tommy, but the whenever there's an artist and it's not a band, the backup band is the. Paul Schaefer's most dangerous. I did not know band. that. No, I didn't know that. So realize. you can kind of see Schaefer in the background, like going away on the keys, and Felicia Collins is on the a guitar, and their bass player is the best. We like to point him out a lot because he has doing like the most. So he has, I say. He's like a little boy blonde bowl cut, and like he really like he grooves <laughs> with a bass, and he like yeah. hops and bounces. They don't put a spotlight on him very often because it is distracting. <laughs> and from the ones we've watched that are you know ten. Plus years after this, he's still he's still always there, and it's he's still there, and he's still got that energy, baby. So the packages back in the VH1 days feel very VH1. Yes, they mm-hmm. feel behind the music. I think it might literally be the same dude doing the narration because these packages have narration, which Kristen and I pointed out uh, are not as fun. I don't like it. I prefer the the later years where it is mostly interview footage of the artists talking about themselves and their journey like in real time and then actual live footage of them performing yeah getting them to tell their story versus getting uh some guy and someone who wrote it yeah it's a little weird would he would isaac hayes have mentioned his cookbook had he been in charge (laughs) (laughs) because they really glossed over that right yeah it is just peak th- 2002 for Isaac Hayes to be inducted. It feels, yeah, it, Because timely. that was kind of when his, you know, return to the spotlight was happening. And also, this, like, the early 2000s, late 90s was a very big time for the resurgence of the 70s. Like, I just remember mm-hmm. when I was in high school, my mom couldn't believe how, like, disco was, like, that 
people that I knew cared about disco that like we like disco music was kind of back as an idea mm-hmm. and stuff. And then also like 70s fashion was very bad. Yeah, bell bottoms like, and shit. Bell bottoms back. and stuff. And then obviously South Park and chef. All of the chef. And chef sh- was chef. Chef. In- wow. <laughs> that, you. that you must be able to Google chef. And there's like a lot of bad deviant art illustrations <laughs> that come up. Art. Uh, Alicia Keys, another, I mean, and looking very 2002. Oh, yes. Very much carries her purse onto stage. Has her hat cocked, leather yeah. uh, Leather trench jacket. coat. Orange, yeah. I mean, brown, brown leather trench coat. And who knows how long this speech, I think if you maybe go on she the rock hall. She probably brought her purse up with her because she knew she was going to be up there for a long time. <laughs> the Ra- also the Ramones. She had a pesky Ramones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had and she had a she had some snacks in there for halfway through. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of this, uh, a lot of the speeches uh, in full are on the Rock Hall's YouTube. For VH1, everything seems very edited down, which and we get kind of the gist. I'm into it. I was really enjoying how things were clipping along. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, Alicia more or less just says like Isaac Hayes is great and he had a great nickname Black Moses ladies and gentlemen Isaac Hayes yeah she said music is a home for great nicknames I believe was the sentence <laughs> that was a weird I mean there was, it, none of these speeches seemed prepared the speeches people yeah did we, not see there was no teleprompter mm-hmm. action that one maybe uh it seemed the most prepared of the I don't know of the induction speeches we saw uh but we'll get into that now, later. Also, I made this argument earlier as well, which is I don't understand why Isaac Hayes is being inducted into the Rock Hall. To me, he seems a very and, you know, I think everybody should be inducted. Mm-hmm. You guys oh, we know, know that everyone I listening, is, is, you're out loud. You're going. But Kristen, you think everyone should be inducted. Yeah, I know you're probably saying that self to yourself. Yes. Wherever and you know you what? Are. This is before the creation of categories that would be better suited for him. Okay, so musical excellence did not exist yet. Musical excellence started... Was still Sidemen at this point? Yeah. Okay. And so that obviously doesn't fit for him. No. And induct him as a non-performer. he's a main man. He's would, my main man. Yeah. So, yeah, he probably does because all they really do is play Shaft and uh, in both the concert and in the package. They never mention another song by him. Beyond the... Uh, beyond what he did for other what people. He, did for Sam he and wrote Dave and produced and songs for, for other records. people. And so, to me, this is just a classic... God, wow. The opinions that I have now... Uh, to me, this is a very this is very similar to Nile Rodgers in mm-hmm. that like he produced a lot of great music for other people. He was important. He should be in. But I don't think that like Isaac Hayes as a musician, as a, solo, is, is artist. a solo artist, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And what I think is an interesting comparison is Isaac Hayes is in Barry White is not. See, that's fucked up. And I think Barry White's a huge snub. Yeah. And if yeah. Isaac Hayes is in. That's fucked up. Yeah. You know, and here's the other thing. 2002 would have been a great time to induct Barry White, too. Because he was he alive. He was having a resurgence, and he was alive. I mean, that was a big time for Barry White. I mean, every time's a big time for Barry White. He's a large <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> L-O, boo. Uh, I- Isaac's... Isaac's- <laughs> Speech. Uh, <laughs> Isaac's speech is like pretty boilerplate until he's suddenly like, "Let me talk about the people who own my royalties." Yes, <laughs> and he tells them to practice some business business ethics. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a threat. Yes, sounds like maybe the Church of Scientology says, is going to come after some people. He says you should, ha- if you have some royalties, you should have some humanity. Yeah. Yes, and then he wait. Is he a Scientologist? Yeah. No. Oh, of course. That's yeah. why he left South Park. 
Wait. Yes, because I right? don't follow South Park they, anymore. You don't follow South Park news. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, this was years and years ago. Yeah, but yeah. not long after they did a uh, very critical. Of yeah, no, I remember episode. the trapped in the trapped closet. In the closet. Yeah. He left because of that. Yeah. Then uh, Isaac Hayes was like, "I no, you uh, criticized my church." So then they had an episode where they very violently killed Chef. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then Chef was no longer on the program. Isaac Hayes also addresses the hip-hop community, which immediately got me very tense. I was nervous. And truly, in my head, I thought, please don't say bling bling. Please don't say (laughs) bling bling. (laughs) And he's like, hip-hop, guys, it's not all about the bling bling. Yep. The bling bling and the Chris Dahl. Yes. Which, yeah, very (laughs) very 2002. Uh, he does, but he does get to some like legit. It, it's better than him being like, "Pull your pants up." He was just like, well, "Know the business. Remember where you came from. Own some, yeah, own things uh, and yeah. own things." It yeah. was not very. Yeah, I was worried that it was going to be Bill Cosby ish. Right. It, it it ended up having a good uh, a good message to it, you know, an appropriate message. And they cut to Alicia Keys nodding, so you knew. <laughs> so that, you yeah. knew she gave the. Uh, the approval uh and then uh, any other thoughts on isaac hayes because then we go into tom petty and uh, playing american girl and as someone who loves tom petty and has seen him three times it's really bad it's like he doesn't sound good the band doesn't sound mixed well mike campbell is shredding on guitar and you can't really hear the solo you it's, can't hear the guitar at all yeah it's bizarre it's yeah mostly ben montench's organ <laughs> yeah, it's a, it seems it's like it was mixed by an organ player mix. Yeah, yeah, and the background vocals are, do not sound good together. It's not. It's no. not great. And it, it you kind of get why you only hear one song. I guess they also played uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance, but that did not make the cut. Wow, man, yeah. that is a song that, um, like I was, you know, into music when Mary Jane's Last Dance mm-hmm. came out, and that was like how I like learned about Tom Petty. My parents had oh, that wow. album, and yeah. I. I didn't know that it could have anything to do with uh, weed at all. I had no Understood. idea. That was probably that way for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance was recorded for the Greatest Hits album. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Wait, really? Yeah. In like 1990 or something. Really? Yeah. Wow. I remember I... It's such a classic petty song but yeah it, it was recorded for the greatest hits i found out that it might have something to do with weed because i wanted to use it for a school project yikes when i was in like junior high and it was like i was i was asking my parents i was like oh and then i need to borrow i need to use that tom petty cd because i'm gonna record it and use it for this like school project thing and my stepdad was like kristen i don't know if if that's an appropriate <laughs> song to play in school and i was like why it doesn't have any swears in it uh, is it because it's her last dance before suicide I'm yeah confused. i was like so confused i so. Uh, i tried to have my eighth grade graduation song be closing time by semisonic and mm-hmm. was told no because it has the word alcohol in it Ooh. <laughs> yeah so we couldn't Ooh. have that catholic school yes yeah, yeah. uh I just made the connection. Anthony Kiedis is in the crowd, and they do cut to him. I wonder if this is the genesis of the song Danny California, which just has the same chord progression as oh, Mary yeah. Jane's Last Dance. Oh. <laughs> that Guys, is a good point, yeah. I'm, I'm connecting dots here. Also, speaking of Mary Jane and being high, they do cut to Tom. They, one thing I like about the way that they cut this episode of the Rock Hall induction is that you see a lot of Jason Biggs is that <laughs> um, who is truly in the crowd. You see a lot of backstage stuff. Yes. Uh, when they come back from commercial, they show like backstage stuff and Tom Petty is talking to the camera and he is so clearly high and he's like, 
if I ran VH1, there'd be a lot of different type of stuff you couldn't handle it. That's yeah. a, such a bizarre <laughs> thing to say, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, you don't want to see, you want to see my preparation, man. <laughs> Basically, like he's really like, wild. that'd be a that's for a different network. <laughs> it's like, haha, my man smokes weed and potentially does other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Dylan's speech is uh, sleepy, peak. but also just like. Again, peak. We are like really 2002. in two thousand two. It is clear. Uh, Can I just say, well, that bringing down the horse is better than any Bob Dylan album front to back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. You heard it here okay, first. Good. The Wallflowers debut, I believe, <laughs> bringing down the horse, yep. which has some good tracks on it. Better than Highway sixty one. Better than Blonde on Blonde. Yep. Uh, please message uh, Tommy <laughs> on Twitter if you uh, agree or disagree. Uh, <laughs> He uh, he has a good little line where he His, talks he about joke, yeah. about being with Tom Petty's kids and being like, "Jesus, your dad's Tom Petty. That's crazy." And everyone laughs. For but you it, see, he is only his father's son and nothing else. But Jacob Dylan is definitely speaking very quickly and like he's giving a book report on Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers formed in." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's sleepy. It's uh, yeah. It doesn't feel impassioned. The nothing really special. Also from. Petty or the Heartbreaker's speeches. Nope. It's all just very thankful and, you know, kind of moving mm-hmm. on. It is. Uh, you mentioned Jason Biggs. Whenever they cut to him, they keep cutting him in the crowd, and it does seem like he's alone <laughs> at the show. <laughs> it's something I have in my notes is Jason yeah. Biggs alone. Yeah, I wonder. He's the guest of honor. I'm <laughs> sure of it. Uh, and then we go to the non performer category founder of Stax Records, Jim Stewart. Boy, and, and now this is uh-oh. where I start. Getting mad. Me too, because it's so clear. Listen, I would not ever claim to be a historian in this particular uh, genre even, or, you know, Jim Stewart or Stax Records, but even in the package, like it almost seems like the Hall should have watched their own package and gone, oh, I'm sorry, Jim Stewart founded Stax with his sister, Estelle. Estelle, um, uh, Haxton. Haxton. Estelle, because Stax is Stewart and Axton. Oh. Tight uh, as hell, baby. Come on. At, and they keep being like, and they founded and nurtured these artists, Jim Stewart and his sister. Who mortgaged her house. She took out a second mortgage on her house mm-hmm. to, to start this record label. It seems What did Jim up. Stewart do? Right. Like, come, I'm, oh, God. And even when, when so Stephen Cropper, uh, who has returned, not returned, I guess, because we've yeah. just watched the 2015 ceremony. <laughs> so really, we're going back in time, and he's still showing up at these ceremonies, which I thought you would recognize him because he inducted, and this is fitting, he inducted the five royales in 2015 who are on the ballot oh, this wow. year. And you already <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> I brought this up before. Watching these with Kristen is great because I don't have to worry about repeating stuff. Because Kristen li- literally forgets everything immediately. The five royales were in the early influence category in 2015. I mean, especially in the kind of like doo-wop um, era, era where I don't have name recognition mm-hmm. for a lot of the the bands. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but yeah, the five royals were inducted by Stephen Cropper 13 years after this. Anyway, he gives the speech. Is it where they're all dead? Yeah. It okay. Is. Yeah, I do remember. That. Uh, and so he <laughs> last oh, week Cropper and Sam Moore <laughs> give speeches uh, for Jim Stewart. Sam Moore said more or less his whole thing is just like Estelle, you're incredible, and uh, I I don't forget you, and you shouldn't be forgotten. Cropper goes the opposite. He's like the only child of music, Jim Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, Jim Stewart, who is alive, but his daughters accept. And his daughter, who I believe is Carrie Strug. That is a high voice. It, yeah. is, it was an up, it that was, was jarring. a baby voice, and I didn't <laughs> like it. Thank you very much for the honor. My dad, for... was, my grandpa, was, it was his grandpa. Yeah, it was her was grandpa. grandpa. Okay, that makes sense. So you really want to thank on behalf <laughs> of our mother and you, uh, then they play When Something Is Wrong With My Baby, uh, which is Sam Moore and Isaac Hayes is on keys with the Paul Schaefer band. And, and it's here's really when great. I really start going on a journey. So I'm already mad. <laughs> I'm already mad that Estelle's not getting in and that her dumb brother's getting in <laughs> and that she's getting the shaft, Ooh, shall I say, shaft. from the per- from Shaft, you know, <laughs> like Shaft gets in. She helped raise Shaft up, mm-hmm. you know, she, all of this stuff. She s- put stacks of <laughs> 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 records for Shaft to stand on. She, there you have it. So I'm already mad. I'm As not happy with, with, <laughs> with what be. I did. Uh, <laughs> no, we've got Sam Moore coming out. Who's and killing it. He has come out and he stood up for her. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. Sam. Then he gets on stage, and he is sounding so smooth, knockout, so silky, and bringing it and performing. He, and, I, and he's it. performing the hell out of the song. I am loving his performance. I am loving his voice. I'm enjoying it all. I say out loud, "Wow, is he still around?" I would love <laughs> to see him perform live. And Uh-oh. unfortunately, I had to bring up to Kristen that Sam Moore most recently was in the news because. He uh, voluntarily played <laughs> at Trump's inauguration when no one else when would. No one else would. And I'm like, hmm. So I start doing a little bit of the old w- reading on the Internet. I find out that he's that he also performed for Obama many times. And he's just kind of like, we all need to unite behind whatever. Da, 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 da. And, and playing like, at the inauguration is a, uh, you know, it's, it's an, an honor, honor da, 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 in da, da, itself. And I'm like, all right, Sam, you know, you're 83. You lived through a lot. You can do what you want to. And then I go to his website, and what is Sam's most recent release? What do you think it's called? It's called Sam Moore, an American Patriot. That's his newest album. From 2018? From 2018. Oh, boy. Also. That's that's excusable in any other era. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, in the latest news, like on his website, Guitar Legends for Heroes tribute concert, America salutes you and Wall Street rocks <laughs> have joined forces for an unforgettable benefit concert. That's like in the news on his. Th- I'm like this. Sam, Wall Street rocks. Wall, Wall Street rocks. My Truly man. the essence of rock and roll. <laughs> my dude. Yeah. And so I just wonder. I don't know. He's not wearing like a MAGA hat on the cover of his album or anything. But I, I am. But he's worried. wearing it in his heart. I'm worried. And uh, you it's know. him pointing yeah. at Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go on to the Ramones. Uh, they uh, FYE also exciting and then boy then i just don't stop the journey continues but we'll get to that it was funny in the package they talk about the ramones's sense of humor (laughs) and then they just show a picture of like a little troll mutant (laughs) getting his hat taken off (laughs) getting his hat taken off they always kept this it was weird eddie vetter's speech is truly all over the place he drops he uh, He has a mohawk i feel like we should mention eddie vetter does have a mohawk he says uh how many shows the ramones played and then says j-lo's got a lot of catching up to do which murders everyone laughs yeah, at that people love it that's the joke to it's the Fortnite joke of, of 2002. 2002 yeah uh 
And so this speech was heavily edited down, which we get hints of later. But I think he talked for nearly 30 minutes. And it, you can tell how rambly it was just he in like the two minute high version. Mm-hmm. Out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, and so then we get uh, the Ramones come up and they give their speeches. The Ramones talk in a very funny way. They're like, thank you so much. We want to. So we want to, uh, first and foremost, Seymour Stein. Uh, we <laughs> want to thank him for everything that we did. And Johnny Ramone, uh, very quickly, I had to rewind it to make sure that Kristen heard yeah, it. he just needed to really make sure that I heard it. Well, you did need to hear I it. I did need to hear uh, it, very quickly. I didn't want to. And uh, almost under the table, he goes, God bless President Bush and God bless America. Thank you. God bless President God Bush. God bless Out. Outrageous. Yeah, Johnny Ramone was a, a big-time Republican. <laughs> like, so punk rock. It's just, like, fucking wild to me. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like it at all. And then Green Day plays a bunch of plays two Ramones songs, yeah. and I'm just Teenage like Lobotomy and Blitzkrieg Bop. And in four, in two years, in four years, they're gonna write a whole album about how much they hate President George Bush. Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like soon, like, it's it's on the horizon. It's like on the horizon, and it's just a why. It, it was a a wild and juxtaposition. Can I, can I just say that American Idiot is better than anything Bob Dylan ever wrote, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Green Day's yes. American Idiot. Yes, you can. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, then we go to the talking heads and we get Anthony Kiedis doing the induction speech and up top seems like it's going to be good because he makes fun of Eddie Vedder. Well, Eddie Vedder said about the Ramones, uh, why are their songs so short? And he was like, it's cause their long songs just played really fast. Mm-hmm. And Kiedis pops off in the moment and, and is like, uh, he was like, yeah, most of the Ramones songs are, uh, two minutes. Eddie Vedder's speech was not. Uh, that actually was a really short speech, just told very slowly. It's a great which joke. Is a great joke. Yeah. And then Kiedis starts rambling about <laughs> like the moment he mentions a bunch of uh, leaders who were assassinated. She's talking about the moment when you hear about when JFK was mm-hmm. shot and Martin Luther King I Jr. Mean. was shot. For women, when you get your first period, you know. And then there's a symbol. There's a symbol. That, like, someone accidentally hit as they were setting up the The best timing of all time, yeah. So funny. Yeah. Uh, And he's just kind of uh, rambling. He talks about, and I think... I have this correct. He first heard the talking heads in the living room of Dondi Bastone. <laughs> 1976. Yeah. Dondi. 1977, yeah. And it made him feel smart, and he wanted, it made him want to have sex with a lot of librarians. And then he they says, were, like, smart cool. They're different kinds smart. of cool, and they were smart cool. Yeah. If Also, he's got a weird New York accent in this. Like, Kita sounds totally... It's yeah. weird. It's a, it's a strange... I think the Ramones rubbed off on Kitas. Yeah. Is Kitas clean at this point? 2002? Ooh, Probably no. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. I just really think everybody's on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a it's a weird ceremony. Uh, what could be? It's such an embarrassing to have Anthony Kiedis that you couldn't find anyone interesting to talk about the Talking Heads. <laughs> like, it's, it's right. It's upsetting to me because, as we all know, I love Talking Heads, and these you can give a good speech. Yeah. Uh, pe- people have there's so many people in music who have been inspired by their music. And, and so many of their peers of the, and contemporaries of yeah. them, yeah. People who came before them. And he gives this rambling ass, lame speech where he talks about how I didn't know you could be attracted to girls with glasses is essentially like the fucking like pieces of the Yeah. And he doesn't speech. even give them the moment. I think they're better now at producing these ceremonies because I think they tell the inductees to come up, say their name, who they're inducting, then give the speech, and at the end go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy to induct 
into the Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame, the Talking Heads. Uh, and in this one, he just goes, hey, Talking Heads, get up here. <laughs> I think he says, get the hell up here yeah. as he's yeah. walking off. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> like he's not even looking into the camera. Uh, I liked their I liked their speeches. Uh, I liked that Chris France said that, like, thanks for giving us an opportunity to have a happy ending. Yeah, because they did not end the band, I think, on great terms. But then they get to reunite probably for the only time mm-hmm. uh, and have like a sweet little concert and moment until Trump's reelection inauguration. <laughs> which the Talking oh Heads will play. <laughs> yes, they're going to the Talking Heads are going to play at the second inauguration for <laughs> President Trump. So many things that must not happen. Also, Jerry Harrison got really choked up when he was like, thank you, Hall, for giving my wife and my kids an opportunity to watch mm-hmm. the Talking Heads mm-hmm. play for the only time. Very cool. Uh, that's really cute. Also, let's just give a shout out to the extremely punk son of Tina Weymouth he and Chris cool France. He's got like the truly like He's 80s... looking like, what's his, the grandpa, like Sid... which one's the grandpa in Rick and Morty? Uh, oh, he oh. looks like Rick? He looks like Rick. Rick yeah, yeah, he's he's got he's super got spiky hair. hair. He looks like he came out of a Sex Pistols concert in like nineteen. I thought it was yeah. the Sum Forty One guy. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's and he's like he's dancing throughout this whole thing. Uh, the uh, David Byrne is a weirdo, but very funny. He like he does shtick with the mic uh, and it's like, can I move it? No, I can't move it. I'm not allowed. <laughs> I uh, love it. I made him sound like Rob Williams. Yeah, I know like, that did oh, sound no, like yes, can move it. Oh, yes, oh, well, the microphone can move it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then you they. Know, that'd be a good impression for you to add to your repertoire. Yeah, yeah. good lord. Yeah. If anyone's keeping track, <laughs> right now the host got to get some order. I think what we have is Robin Williams, Trump, and Jamaican guy yeah. are my voices. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they play, and the Talking Heads sound great. They sound incredible. They, so it's at first I was like, well, maybe Tom Petty just sounds bad because like this is a VHS, this is a DVD copy of VHS from like 2002. But no, the Talking Heads sound great. They play "Burning Down the House," uh, and it's at this point that I turn to Joe and I go, "Hey, are we almost halfway through? Should we be pausing to check in?" And he goes, uh, "You'll see." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I w- that's. I'm giving you more than saying like we are almost through. I was like, "We'll give it a moment." They play "Life During Wartime," and Which that is also amazing, kicks ass. Yeah. What a great song! And they oh, do a really God. good job. And it was just so nice. That I love that band so much. Yeah. And it's you know if we're talking about who cares about the Rock Hall, the Hall is the only time they have ever reunited. That's really cool. Well, and, you know, they mentioned during their speech how much, uh, which it was the um, a keyboardist, what's his name? Jerry Harrison. Jerry Harrison. He... Um, Some fan. Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> uh, Jerry, we've discussed this, how I don't have that type of fandom. That's not my I don't thing. have that type of brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I enjoy. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I enjoy enjoying things. Interesting. I like facts <laughs> and numbers. Um, uh, and he he says, you know, like we always, you know, we never really liked um, uh, the we we were always skeptical of things like this, of like the Hall of Fame and everything. But it truly is an honor to be in with all of these incredible musicians. So that mm-hmm. was like a nice moment where. You know, and you brought up Tommy. You were like, "Oh yeah, we didn't like this thing until we got in." Like, yep, that is the classic. <laughs> like, yeah, a, that's 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 a very. I mean, that still happens to this day. Mm-hmm. Like Def Leppard, to compare to the Talking Heads, which is How crazy. How dare you? But Def Leppard, for the longest time, uh, were like the rock, the Rock Hall sucks, and we wouldn't go. And then as soon as they were inducted, they were like, "This is such a great honor. We're so excited to be there." Uh, wow, all these musicians that we love and we're in there. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow, wow. wow. Uh, but then so, we're like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, like, wow. <laughs> the British, okay. which I always forget. Uh, 
And then, so after the talking heads, uh, we get a little bit of Gene Pitney. And by a little bit, I mean maybe five seconds. <laughs> Just enough, Gene Pitney. And then me. cuts in with uh, America's favorite family, the Simpsons. <laughs> what are they going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, the rest of the ceremony. I was so confused. I thought the DVD had skipped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... So the rest of the ceremony, Gene Pitney, uh, who wrote He's a Rebel, and in addition, so it's like kind of similar to Isaac Hayes, although Gene Pitney had a very long recording career as well with like a lot of hits. Town Without Pity uh, being one of them. And he does. Town Without Pitney? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, and then a song called Hello, Mary Lou. Uh, that oh, he, you know that one. That Hello, he wrote Mary Lou and was a yeah. uh, hit for. Uh, it's, it's actually about many people's moms. <laughs> yes. It uh, was a hit for uh, Ricky Nelson. Uh, and then Brenda Lee, her songs that she plays, uh, Dum Dum, I'm Sorry, <laughs> and Sweet Nothings. Wait, what? Uh, I'm just letting you know. And Wait, then excuse they me? really front-loaded this ceremony in a way yeah. where they don't yeah. do it anymore. Who's uh, Brenda Lee, though? So what's the, her? The big song, honestly, you would know uh, Brenda Lee is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, was I like, love that I song. I know her name, yeah, but Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, that song is awesome. Yeah. It is, it's, it's good. That's uh, one of my favorite Christmas carols. And if you heard some of the other, maybe I'll play you some uh, songs in the break. Uh because we do have one additional thing Wait, we're going to do. What? One See, little uh, thing. Kristen, is, I, Kristen, you have to accept the surprises as delights and not true. a burden. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then the... the all- well, it's just like you've taken it away. You were like, be delighted that it's over. And I was like, okay, you know what? I, by the end of this, I was like, now we're done. And we have really like, gone on a oh, ride. another surprise. Okay. It's not over. I just want to point it's out... Over, surprise, it's not. ...that the All-Star Jam, they do play He's a Rebel... Is Gene Pitney with Darlene Love, who is there. Oh, oh shit. Uh, Speaking of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Darlene we Love. Love Christmas? No, Darlene oh. Love would do Baby Please Come Home. It's my on favorite Letterman Christmas song oh. ever. With those uh, oh, artists. That's nice. I okay. like Phil Spector. <laughs> I think and he's a good because. Guy. Uh, I hope he is, God. Please don't let there be some skeletons in that closet. Phil Spector murdered. Oh, Phil Spector. <laughs> I, I really was thinking of Paul Schaefer because you said he plays it on late night. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. went yeah, yeah. like, I heard P.S. and I thought Paul Schaefer. Yeah, anyway. You guys have all heard it's me funny. say dumber things than that. So Please don't, don't worry have about Phil that. Spector have because, done because, uh, <laughs> because of course. Yeah, that's like maybe the most high-profile celebrity murder <laughs> outside of OJ. I cannot believe that I I was really thinking of Phil Spector. Of Paul, Paul Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah, you're still doing it. Wow. Does Paul Schaefer have any skeletons? I no, think Paul so. Schaefer's, a, I think, okay, a good man. Good. Please don't uh, let Paul Schaefer have any. So they also play in the jam, Hold On, I'm Coming, because Sam Moore's I there. Isaac Hayes wrote song. it. Uh, I love that song. And Stephen Cropper obviously plays on it mm-hmm. as well. And then uh, this is where it gets weird. We saw Rob Thomas. He's he's in the mix. What? So we saw Rob Thomas in the audience yes, as we were watching this. I, I know, but why? And so is Jewel. What? And potentially before this, for some reason, Jewel and Rob Thomas play Here Comes the Sun. What? It's, oh, it's probably because George Harrison just died. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. This was like a George Harrison tribute. Uh, and then I think might be the final thing, which is Sam Moore, Isaac Hayes, Stephen Cropper, Darlene Love, and the Talking Heads what playing the, what? Take Me to the River. Oh, shit. Which is perfect. God, wow. I'm going to cry. I would really like to see that. Can you see that somewhere? Potentially. I'll see if we can find it. Oh, my uh, goodness. After we take the break. Because, guys, there's I recorded a lot of stuff on this particular VHS. 
Specifically, I have the last Are we gonna watch two many Simpsons episodes. <laughs> we are going to watch some of my favorite moments of Homer Simpson. No, uh, <laughs> you are so serious. I wish yeah. I was gonna see Joe's no. face. So I have the I have the 2003 ceremony, but I only have the last two performers. Uh, one of them is someone from this list. This is like a mashup. Who okay. uh, did not wild. make it. It's one of the people that you guys predicted. Okay. And then it's also an FYE for 2003. Okay. So the other acts that were inducted in 2003 uh, were The Clash. Oh, it's going to be Patti Smith, isn't Elvis it? Elvis Costello, The Clash, and The Righteous Brothers. And we're going to see the last two acts from 2003. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about that. And I'll also see if I can find Take Me to the River. And then maybe we'll play Brenda Lee. I don't know, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, Is it? We'll find out. All right. We're going to find out. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So, the the big surprise. (laughs) We watched the end of the 2003 ceremony, uh, which was ACDC and the police. What fun. What fun we had. We also listened to a little bit of Brenda Lee and uh, discovered in the song Sweet Nothings. Uh, that aha uh-huh, honey, uh-huh, honey, that's from her, Brenda Lee. Mm-hmm. We love her and we're a fan. Also, that song kicked ass. We'll listen to more later. Ooh. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we caught the end of the twenty two thousand three ceremony, which I guess the rest of it I taped over. Uh, I'm gonna guess Homer doing the top ten <laughs> on David Letterman. That's what it looked like it was. Uh, but we caught ACDC doing Highway to Hell. Uh, and then we caught the ACDC package, which this seems like this was the first year where they did not have a narrator, and the packages are much better. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, I said this while we were watching it, but I'll say it for all of your uh, benefit. This is like the first year where the ceremony looks very close to what it looks like in later years. Like it, this was kind yes. of the birth of what we now consider the classic modern. ceremony the <laughs> modern classic ceremony this seems more produced for tv than the last one did mm-hmm. yeah you know the set design is is much better more interesting it looks like it's lit better and the pa- packages the are mixes, a little better the mixes, the mixes were much better. better and yeah the packages are better and also this is the year that we get the kind of like classic induction speech, speech. like steven tyler for acdc does what even though it's a Truly obscene speech. Vulgar. Uh, (laughs) He says panties a lot of times. Specifically the phrase panty soup. Yep. Yep. He repeats. soup out of your girlfriend's panties. Mm. But, you know, he gives the speech that ACDC deserves. (laughs) He, like, gives the right speech for ACDC. Oh, he was the right man for the mm -hmm. job. For a raunchy, like, hard rock band. And it's, like, very impassioned. And he, yeah, like you say, he goes through, like, songs and the individual band members. And And he he gives, like a superlative for each of the band members Mm -hmm. he gives an opportunity for the audience to woo after every song or Mm -hmm. every album Uh he like does the little backstory where he's like here's why i think acdc kicks ass here's a bunch of metaphors about acdc that all involve sex and you know i talked to angus young and he said this and then like a little ribbing about how angus young and all those guys don't make sense yeah (laughs) and he thought it was because he was fucked up yeah big laugh he also sings briefly which seemed unnecessary which is kind of a hallmark oh is it a hallmark of the Mark, speech, if you will. Wow. Uh, like Art Garfunkel does it for Cat Stevens. Yes. Much later. Much sexier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So uh, Stephen Tyler says ladies and genitals, which is the most predictable Ugh. thing. You know, it did catch me off guard. But then in retrospect, it's like, yeah, of course he said ladies and genitals. Brian Johnson talks for the whole band in giving his speech, which more bands should do that. 
let the front man say thanks on behalf of everybody. Uh, and that was great. And then we go to the police. Also, it was like so fast. The whole thing. I was like, this is great. How it was clipping along. It went. They showed Steven Tyler. They showed more of Steven Tyler than of the actual band, though, which was kind of strange. But during the speech, I guess because they just didn't really want to. Uh, they, they're not much for talking. He also think, talks about how listening to ACDC is the second most satisfying release your yep. body can. I mean, it was a lot of, full of it was full of uh, yeah, big it, balls and tiny shorts or was a phrase I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 good God. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go on the police. Uh, their package is fun. No one talks in like the first minute of the package, which was fun. Uh, yeah, they're just live performance. It's a lot footage. of them goofing around. Yeah, yeah, you can see them all like hitting each other too, and yeah. it's kind of playful in quotes but you can see the <laughs> and it is the at that danger. moment that i say yeah. did they all hate each other and, and Joe's they like, did. oh yeah they sure did uh gwen stefani's speech also very good yeah really sweet i love it when they bring along artifacts Me that too. they can show on the screen it's so good like we saw john mayer uh quoted albert king in his yearbook his yearbook it was so his, good his like, yearbook oh, wow. quote was from was about having the blues which is really funny oh my god <laughs> but gwen stefani had, had told a really sweet speech about how she chased sting down he was on his motorcycle and she got him to sign an autograph and she says like and i was like this you know chubby 13 year old and we're all like yeah right and then we see a picture and you know what she was, she was. <laughs> and it's also really funny how many times she insinuates that sting is an asshole in the induction speech, though, yeah, she's, she's like, like, I know he's a grump. And, and he, he was, was grumpy and he didn't want to sign my thing. It's the last autograph I ever got. And, and they cut to like, him angrily staring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, and she talks several times in the induction about how he's a jerk. And then she's like, and then one day I had the honor of singing. But with she him. was, but she also, she's like, and also I was in love with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that I think makes it okay Ooh. these guys also yeah. give you should you can totally be a dick to someone if they're in love with you yes <laughs> <laughs> um they also keep the speeches pretty short and they call it out they're like we're not going to do a ton of speeches uh we just want to make sure andy summers can thank oedipus which we're able to kind of connect the dots that oedipus was a dj the first dj to play them it seems mm-hmm. okay yep um but yeah, not not a ton going on the speeches. They kind of keep it short. It seems like they just want to play. We want to give a shout out to Oedipus. For... Well, there is a, a was it the police that thank God? Or who yes, thinks? Andy yeah, Summers yeah. thanked yeah. God, who's with us with during... all rock bands, yes. whether they like yeah. it or not. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, mm, TBD. Oh wait, is Jesus there? <laughs> who knows? Know. Depends. Uh, what is your faith? So they play Roxanne uh, and Sting, and they they sound great. And this was before they reunited, so this might have been the first time they played in a while. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Sting sounds incredible. The mix was really good, Uh, just the three of them. They did Uh, do a big breakdown that I did not enjoy because it felt like a fish. Yes, Fish towards police. the end, uh, they, do, they yeah. do like a jazz breakdown mm-hmm. where they it's almost like we're deconstructing what yeah. pop music is. Not for like, me. I learned on. that Stuart Copeland is American, mm-hmm. uh, and he also breaks a drum. Yes, he, he sure does. does. He, bre- he breaks a drum as they're playing Every Breath You Take, although in between Roxanne and Every Breath You Take, when we come back from a commercial, they, in a, in a fucking flash, they do Sidemen, which I think I may have fast-forwarded over the... 10 seconds they for Steve Douglas and Benny Benjamin and maybe one other person and then they do Mo Austin who was a record executive and they do Lorne Michaels Paul Simon and Neil 
young all giving speeches from Mo Austin. And they show a total of 30 seconds of the whole thing. It and is I was so like, fast. That is how you do I it. I was literally looking at my phone and did not notice any of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. And then for every breath you take, they invite uh, Steven Tyler, Gwen Stefani, and John Mayer. The big three. There he is. He's back <laughs> the from three. the past. He's back in the past for the first time. Singing it's John along. Mayer. Uh, and yeah, it's perhaps, I don't know this, maybe John Mayer's first appearance out of an induction. Um, but it's certainly a good song that they happen to be also singing. <laughs> um, who else got inducted that year? Elvis, year Costello. Elvis Costello, The Clash. Ooh. Oh God, we've really, and we saw, I said this while we were not uh, recording, but like, I recognize that ACDC is a good band and they rock and they kick ass and they are cool, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I ca- I do not care about them mm-hmm. at all. I cannot yeah. find it within myself to give half a shit about ACDC. I would have liked to have seen any of those other bands so much more. Yeah, The Clash, uh, this was maybe a year or less after Joe Sturmer died. Oh, wow. Uh, and they did not perform. There was oh. no performance for The Clash. Uh, there was Elvis Costello played a lot of songs. He played. Of what, course he did. Did he, what? What? Did he do Allison. He played. Uh, no, he played. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Great question. He played. Pump it up. He did deep, dark, truthful mirror. Excuse which is me. A deep cut, and then he did. You've really got a hold on me. Uh, as a you know, because sometimes when artists are inducted, because it's the hall and they're joining this. You know, the ranks of all these uh, iconic musicians. De- they want to dedicate this song to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, thing. kind of. You really Beautiful. got a hold And on then me. a <laughs> performance that is really good, uh, the Righteous Brothers perform You Lost That Love and Feeling. Oh, cool. And the, it's, like, really good. Uh, but that's about it uh, in terms of the other performances. I guess ACDC also played You Shook Me All Night Long. Now, I'm going to say this. Do it. I like these VH1 ones. They're pretty They, they clip good. along at a pace. They, They're they, impossible to find. What's it on now? It's on HBO. And they and really let them. long. They let them, uh, they let nearly all the moments breathe and they do much that less editing. That is a nice way to say what he is saying. <laughs> but the th- I, what I will say is like, we were moved a lot watching like the 2015 ceremony and the 2014 yeah. ceremony. It's because they're... The edit is giving these people the moment to really say something, whereas it's kind of impossible to feel moved when you watch like a 30 second speech. Yeah, I mean, so So there's some give and take. (laughs) There's some give and take there. Uh, But I think that about does it for the 2002 slash surprise 2003 induction ceremony. Now, Joe, do you mean it? Yeah, okay. I mean, no more, no more twists and surprises. For That'll do it. For we'll this episode, for this episode, was it weird ha- that they didn't mention nine eleven once in two thousand two? Because you'd think that there wouldn't have been two thousand one, or did they did they always do it in March? Or? Yeah, okay, tends to be. Yeah, so yeah, that is interesting, especially considering how Wait, New but York two thousand two, but wasn't two thousand two shown in two thousand three? So it was a year. No, no, no. Ap- no? no. the two thousand two ceremony was March or April two thousand two. Seems Whoa. like you mentioned it, right? Yeah, especially in New York City. Yeah. Maybe they cut especially it. Especially given how New York, the Talking Heads, and the Ramones yeah. are. Yeah, it's weird that he said, God bless George W. Bush and not, you know, God well, bless maybe that's why. That's Twin the closest Towers. thing to Because uh, it was a lot of Patriot. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, I think they should have inducted the Twin Towers. <laughs> I think. Uh, the given... real Righteous Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so the hall fucked up. Um, but 
but that yeah that that is the 2002 2003 ceremonies uh partially more on no that's all i could find from from my vhs's uh i remember watching a lot of them on vh1 but i you know i really like tom petty and the talking heads and that's why i recorded that one uh and i guess i really liked the police (laughs) i guess not elvis costello at that time yet Hmm. uh but yeah that's about all i have uh and then we're gonna we'll get back to the HBO very soon, Kristen, and it'll be lucky me. Now, so last time you said there were two more. That, so do I still have two more to watch? Yes, yes, you do. I'm sparing us all <laughs> this week because we have somewhere to go. New York for the induction? No, we the three of us are going to a party, and oh, if I if today. we watched the 2016, we would like just be starting the second half like right now. Oh, it God. feels like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tommy, thank you so much for joining us. It was my pleasure. I love doing it. Um, do you like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now? I love it. Wow! <laughs> and I love spending my afternoon watching Sierra Mist commercials from 2002. <laughs> and it was that, great. That really was the probably centerpiece that we had to fast forward through because <laughs> those are very funny old commercials. Uh, Tommy, where can people find you online and also talk about your podcast? Yeah, check out my podcast, Stand By Your Band. We talk about a different band every week. We have two Joe Quazala episodes you can listen to, but sure uh, it's really fun. And uh, also, uh, TommyMcNamara.com is my website. Uh, Tommy McNam is my Twitter. And uh, I have a weekly show in New York every Tuesday in the East Village at Coney Island Baby. Come to that. Fuck. Nice. Yes. Um, McNamara, is that M-A-C or M-C? M-C. There you go. Just important stuff to say mm-hmm. if people are listening. Yes, and they, they are. And they are visual learners like me. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of me, uh, you can find me. You guys know where I am. It's your girl, K-Stud. Find me at K-Stud across all platforms. And then go to HelloKristen.com for shows, informations, and videos. For shows, informations. Uh, great. Uh, at Joe KJK on Twitter, jokewasall.com. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars only. Yeah. Uh, we would love to, what should we tell them to, re- to say in the review so we know it was this episode? The Righteous Brothers. Mention the Righteous no. Yeah, call us the Righteous yeah. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Call, say, say Kristen and Joe truly are the Righteous Brothers of podcasting. And you should hashtag never forget. Yeah. Um. Uh, perfect. Great. Um. At Rock Hall, at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter, rockhallpod at gmail.com. Send us uh, an email. We love emails. We do love emails. If you want me to see it, you've got to make sure you mention that in the email or I will not read it. Perfect. Lovely. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Yusu Kim for the music. Future rock legends because uh, if I ever say, like, oh, they performed this at this ceremony, it's because I'm looking at their website. Uh, who and they, you know, they have a very uh, comprehensive list of the inductions and what is performed at each thing. And thank you, Ramona Chernick, for uh, letting us use our apartment this afternoon. Thank you, Joey Devine, for the equipment. And thank you, Joe Quazala, for fixing the remote control to my DVD player. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the rock hall? Uh huh, honey. My baby whispers in my ear. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 